1: I can't believe I got to do this stupid PSA as part of my parole. These two fuckos with a... Huh? They were to blame for me being in jail at the beginning of the, Whatever. Where's the copy? Give it to me. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? This is Sonny Hollywood Poonie from Podcast Rock City, and you are listening to the Shout It Out Loudcast. It would absolutely shock me if you end up enjoying it, but uh, whatever. Good luck. Girl,
0: What's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 118. Box set disc three. Tom, how you doing today?
2: Uh, I think I'm doing better than you, my friend. You sound like you're uh, a little under the weather there. It's a good thing it's not the, uh, the Rona that's getting you there, I hope.
0: No, no, thank God I'm vaccinated, so that ain't it just nice. coming down with the run of old mill cold. That's about it. Um what's cooking over there? Nothing same old thing just uh celebrated Easter.
2: Uh forgive me or forgive us. We forgot to wish people a happy Easter last episode for those that celebrate uh finishing up with that. My mom was in town from Florida, so yay, mom. Uh she just left uh today. It's Wednesday, April 7th, so Kind of uh getting back into the normal swing of life here. So uh nah just hanging in here getting ready for more box set talk.
0: She should have been here as a special guest for our show.
2: Oh yeah, she she loves box set, especially disc three is her favorite because
0: she loves these demos. <laughs> she loves the demos. <laughs> Big fan of the demos, is she? Yes. Um so yeah, uh Easter came came and went. Uh, that was a lot of fun for most of you guys. Still, I have uh, my Easter is not till later on, yep. Uh, I think it's not till like the second of April, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and uh, we still have Passover, I believe, for people, yep. I think all that's going on, yeah. There's a lot going on right now in the spring, and uh, Flag Day will be coming up, and uh, I don't know, Armitage Day as well, (laughs) and Bastille Day. Oh, that's a great that's a great rush song. Yeah, it is. Yes, what's it called? Bastille Day. They have a song called Bastille Day. Yes, it's fantastic. <laughs>
2: <That sounds laughs> You'll find out about it when we do that for the album review crew.
0: Oh, yes. Still day. Yes. <laughs> it's right next to Boxing Day. Yes. More Canadian holidays. Yes. Yes, um, so what happened? We decided to do another box set disc, but before we do that, we usually hop on over back to what we talked about last week, and what was that? We talked about Kiss's appearance,
2: uh, their first TV appearance on ABC's In Concert. We got into into some uh, details on that. We read some passages from a lot of the Kiss books, played you the audio of the show. I'm sure you guys went to YouTube and watched it. Uh, So that was a lot of fun talking about that. And the poll is uh, we have done four classic 70s episodes on uh, TV appearances here. So they are ABCs in concert, Paul and Halloween special, Mike Douglas show and Land of Hype and Glory. That one's a little bit more unknown than the other three. So we wanted to see what you guys thought about which one did you enjoy the most. The poll is still going as the time of recording, but right now it's neck and neck between Paul and Halloween. And ABC's in concert. Uh, Land of Hype and Glory is dead last. I think that just because a lot of people don't know about it, it's not that popular. The other ones are very, very popular and famous, both video and picture and audio people are familiar with that. So, a couple comments on on that. Uh, A lot of people really digging the uh, ABC in concert clip. Lee Bruton says uh, ABC, first time on TV, it's special. The band is ripping with no interviews. It added to the whole mystique of the band. They look downright menacing. Pocket Rocket Ride. Even though it's lip sync, the Paul Lynn special performances are iconic. Yes, that's true. Heavy Mayo. Let's go, Paul Lind. Sterling Golden. Easily the Paul Lynn Halloween special. That show introduced so many kids to the greatest band of all time. And then some episode-specific comments. Um, that, was, that was a good episode last week. I had a lot of fun talking about that. Um, our buddy Steve. Such an iconic performance. They look Badass. Thanks T and Z for bringing such variety your episodes. You have great subjects, so much interaction with your listeners, great guests, and all with your own brand of humor. Settle down, you fuckos! Great work as always. Thank you. Oh, Joel Hoffman coming with both guns blazing. I love it. I wish Kiss would have stayed in that stage of their existence. Just wonder if they would have lasted. That first live album was the turning point. Could they have stayed dark and dangerous and still been as huge as they became? I don't know, but history would have been very different. Yes, it would have if they stayed dark and dangerous. It was never going to happen. Lance, our buddy Lance. I enjoy the book segments where those who were there watching stated things like the band would be gone in two weeks, yet here they are standing, which is another reason I love this band. Defying the critics after all the years. He adds, I love how you guys stay the importance of Dick Clark bygone era when people like Dick Clark, Wolfman Jack. And other and other DJs were just as important in getting the new acts over. Yes, that's true. DG from Tennessee. Great episode. I love how raw they sound here. Black Diamond is my favorite live song from Kiss, and they killed it on the show. Awesome. Twisted kissed her, As big as the topic
0: was, the cool and the gang commentary was the show stealer. Uh, yeah, we great. forgot some great <laughs> lines from that. Because if you listen to Misled, it's, she's as heavy as a as Chevy. A Chevy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah was. Jim- uh, I, oh, uh, you made me. By the way, you made me watch the video for misled. Yeah. And oh yeah. Night. Oh yes, it's ladies' <laughs> night, and then the, you got the three guys in the back, like with the trumpets and stuff. And yes. Like, shuffle. They're doing a shuffle beat, leg yep. kick, and yep. and flicking the their their brass instruments around. Yep. They're like, oh, this is ladies night. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. What's he say? Sophisticated mama. Yeah, if you wanna if you want to watch a
2: great a, a great version of that song, check out John Lovitz's performance in The Wedding <laughs> Singer when he does that.
0: <laughs> Sophisticated great. mama. That's right.
2: Oh, it's a great version jack broad great episode the highlight was when paul morphs into saul rosenberg <laughs> and thanks the audience thank you all right and that's uh that's twitter so thank you for all that it was a good episode we had a lot of fun talking about that and thank you guys for interacting and enjoying with that as always thank you <laughs> exactly
0: over on youtube youtube anthony stratus Badass episode about a badass band In it's infancy Keep rocking guys Yeah Marty White I remember taking the guys out for burgers And fries after the show Only Paul and Gene went Ace muttered something about he and Peter Had to meet their connection When we got to the diner I was excited to see omelets made with Prosciutto on the menu (laughs) Paul sighed Gene spoke Marty White you, the fan, <laughs> can only get what we're getting And we're getting a good American spread Burgers and fries You will not get anything with European ham oh,
2: Jesus I,
0: Yeah, no European ham, Paul chimed in Then Paul started weeping Star child St- Wait a minute, I gotta fix this Star child You, the singer, shouldn't be sad, Gene said That's just it, we played three songs I only sang one, Paul moaned By that time our food came Gene shaped some fries in the form of a star Star child (laughs) Someday we'll control Kiss And you can sing as many songs as you want Just then Peter and Ace staggered in Dick Clark was sitting in a booth hiding his face from public When he saw Peter, he said, oh my goodness there's the best rock vocalist ever to appear on our show. Oh, God. Paul's weeping turned out to be crying. Gene patted Paul in the back. There, st- there, there. Star Child. <laughs> what the Someday fuck? it'll be ours. Someday it'll all be ours. Uh, Anthony says, just wondering where was Private Cusano? Was he serving up the fries? Oh, God. Probably. And then Marty says, as a matter of fact, this was the night they met him. Matt Weller's dick. Goddamn Peter Chris is on fire in this episode. Star of the show. Craig Broderick. Great episode, guys. I had to pull the car over because I was laughing so hard over the Sal. I think he meant to say Saul. Thank you. Comment. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) true. (laughs) Yep. Over on Facebook, Scott Donaldson. Great episode, Tom and Zeus I'm no longer sad after last week's episode After Paul's comments last week There's no reason to release another Kiss album I'll just have to see Kiss in the past tense Performances like this Is why I have a 40 year obsession with them I absolutely love when you both Go off track It ca- it cracks me up Keep doing what you do Keep the fresh approach You have to Kiss Podcast As no one does it better Wow, thanks God. Like, just like the DOC No one does it better oh, Peace yeah. out Girl Scout Chris Lathrop A butt sex song As their opening salvo Gotta love it That's Chris from Pot of Thunder too Shout out to him Nice. David Kathy puts a nice funny meme Listening oh, yeah. to comments from the previous episodes David Zanit Good old friend David Zanit He's back Epic <laughs> Graham Richley These type of episodes are why your podcast is so great. They remind you why you love the band so much. This first TV appearance shows that Kiss were the ultimate risk takers. Fearless and willing to overcome initial reactions of, is this a joke to kick your ass? It truly is a message for life. It makes you proud to be a Kiss fan. This reinforces that all four original members deserve all the successes they earned. Great episodes guy this would perhaps be My number one Wow Okay cool Yeah Sean McNair Great episode very well Researched the quotes of the book Really add to the understanding Of the history of the moment not just Facts but emotion of the thing And your enthusiasm for the band is the Icing on the cake I know you get Jaded about some things in kiss world But your excitement for this moment Shows through good job Nice, thank you Yeah, absolutely, that's the whole point I just don't understand how there are other podcasts And other people out there That are just like 100% Gung-ho, woohoo, Kiss World Yay! Like, come on There's obviously shit that pisses off But it's stuff like this That dramatically, you know Overcome any of the negative stuff And this is why we're Kiss fans But we can't live in a fantasy land Where a Kiss never did stupid shit Mm-hmm. So, yep. anyways, Matt Wallace, listening to you guys talk about the previous episode, Pasta Station, made me think that Paul's vocal contributions are definitely the weakest part of that album. That being said, the auto-tune machine must have been smoking by the time they were done because that thing was working on overdrive. I don't, I don't think there
2: was auto-tune. I, think he was, I just think he was singing things that were easy for him to do in, and yeah, in, cover, had- in, in,
0: in covering it up with the music. Mm-hmm. Got a kick ass killer band. Oh, yeah. Steve, Steven Wood. It's so killer. The band was on fire, especially Peter. Peter Naysayers, watch this and be educated. Yep. Yeah. Great one, Steven. Joe Papalardo. Hey, guys. Great song. Just wanted to let you guys know that they, in fact, played Deuce to open, but it was so bad that it never saw the light of day. Notice notice they were never introduced, and that's why it looks like they're already playing when nothing to lose comes on. Gene still missed the song anyway in his book, not mentioning nothing to lose in his book. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Oh, and Matt Wallace also added, now this is fucking kiss. Songs about banging women in every way possible, including up the asshole. (laughs)
1: Jesus.
0: Oh my On God. On that note, when I hear the song Firehouse, my mind goes back to a previous episode about a woman would be like in that song. I picture Bridget Fonda oh. wearing nothing but a G string, a fireman's coat, and a hat, and me spraying my fire hose all over her face. What the fuck is wrong with people? Happy Valentine's Day, boys. Dude, w- what just happened? It's
2: April. It's April. Was that Sonny Pooney burner account? Because we know how much he loves Bridget Fonda. Oh, God almighty. And you got some emails to read? I do. I do. Yes. So we got one here from our, from our good friend Tony Smith. I made a reference last week to the Sonic Boom song Stand being compared to the style of Jackson 5, I'll be there. Zeus thought I may have meant the four tops. While Four Tops did have a song called I'll Be There, the Jackson 5 had one as well. Different song, look it up on YouTube. Yes, we know. Towards the end, Michael says, just look over your shoulder. I had to research again myself before I retracted my statement. Yes, okay, cool, great. Neither one of those are good songs. On a lighter note, he says, cool in the gang." Loved hearing Tom go into his medley of cool hits. I'm surprised he left one out. He could have said of Gene's Fireballs,
0: it's too hot. Too hot genie, okay. Is that anything to do with Joanna? I (laughs) love you. Have you ever seen that video? Yes. I don't understand. Why is he singing to like a sixty-year-old waitress?
2: their video is that. That video is not good because that looks like a woman named Joanna. I I I excuse me for anybody out there who's married to a woman named Joanna. I'm sure they're very lovely.
0: (laughs) But I, I just don't understand. Is he, like, imagine, like, in he them as when they were young, he fell in love with her when she was young. But he's, like, in his 20s now, and he's singing to a 60-year-old woman who's, like, busting tables and picking up home fries.
2: Maybe that's early, like, MILF porn songs. Or something, I don't know. And she looks like her corns and her bunions are <laughs> killing her. She lo- looks like fucking uh, Flo
0: from the Alice's with Mel's Dino. No, like, she looks like fucking, uh, what's her name, from the Jeffersons. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh what's man. her name <laughs> um Florence Florence yeah like Mr Jefferson oh God it looks like it looks like Mr Bentley <laughs> <Next> <laughs> Mr <floor>. Bentley <laughs> Mr. Bentley and Ace Fraley could have a nose off. Ooh, I don't know right now. We're going to get, we'll get to Ace in a minute. We need to put them side by side. Okay. Towards the end of the the Jeffersons, Mr. Bentley's nose was like fucking, it was Ace
2: proportion. That was Tip O'Neill territory right there. Yeah, Yeah. it it
0: was out there. Oh, we'll we'll
2: get to Ace a little bit later. Exactly. Tony wraps up his email by saying the George Benson thing got me thinking of a new intro for you guys. You come on saying, what's up, Kiss Army? This is Tom and Zeus. And then cue up just the two of us. That's great. But Grover Washington sings that song, not George Benson. <laughs> George Benson. Dude, George Benson, you can make fun of him. He is one of the most renowned jazz guitar. The guy is a spectacular musician. If you're into that stuff, the guy's fucking amazing. All I know,
0: there's a picture I got from him and when I was like six, seven years old. Along with Styx's album, George Benson fucking album came. Uh L- he came to me with his big head in the middle of the album. Like, who the fuck is George Benson?
2: George Benson, baby. All right, and we got another one from Mike H. I'm a sucker for Kiss TV Media for yes from yesteryear. I would buy compilations on VHS at KISS conventions anytime I saw one. If you haven't done so already, I would love to get your take on the famous Tom Snyder interview. That might have to be a two-parter. Thanks, Mike. That's a great email. And no, we have not gotten to Tom Snyder yet. We're saving. There's certain episodes like that, Phantom of the Park, the big whammy episodes that we're waiting to do. The Tom Snyder thing is going to be a big one. And then we got another email from Stuart Holloway. He says, hi, guys. Greetings from Wales. Love the show. It's been a lockdown binge for me. Currently on episode 79, so i got a long way to go. Anyway, I came up with a couple of show ideas I thought I'd share with you. Apologies if they haven't been done in episodes I haven't hit yet already. And then he proceeds to give us some very nice ideas. Awesome. We love these kinds of emails. Thank you, Stuart, for being a new fan and listening. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing your thoughts. Uh, we'll keep those to ourselves. We're not going to start sharing ideas uh, on the chance that we end up using one for an episode. So, But, uh, Stuart, thank you for reaching out and for your ideas. And uh, very cool. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and Tom, I just want to have one more last comment here Yes This is on Facebook, Ray Farrell Yeah This episode encapsulated Don't use big words on the KISS show (laughs) Everything I love about Shout It Out Loudcast A deep dive into a TV appearance That no one talks about The passion that Teens Z share with us The fans about KISS in a five-minute session of hysterical, off-topic laughter about Cool and the Gang and George Benson. (laughs) (laughs) Truly one of the best episodes so far. I hadn't watched this performance in 20 years, and it brought back great memories and feelings of why I love this band so much. Thank you, TNZ, for doing a great show on it. Keep up the great work. Shout it out loud, Cass. Well, my friend, you the fan ray are this week's comment of the week awesome ray thank
2: you buddy that's awesome we appreciate that and uh yeah getting feedback like that we say this all the time but it just that's what we love to hear keeps the show going so thank you ray very much appreciated
0: good answer good answer like the way you think i'm gonna be watching you And finally, Tom, I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our oldest and favorites, and that's our buddy Deuce. Deuce, we love you, brother. All is good in the world, and uh, we love that you uh, support us so much. So
2: stay strong, brother. Absolutely, Deuce. You're part of the show, my friend. So stay strong. You're a good man. We know that.
0: All right. What's going on in Kiss World?
2: So before we get into what's going on in Kiss World, we're going to get into what's going on in Kiss Album Madness Tournament World. So at the time of this recording on Wednesday, April 7th, we're in the middle of the final four. We got Destroyer versus Alive, which we strategically set up the bracket so that they would not meet in the championship. And then on the other side of the bracket, a couple surprises with some people, some people thinking. We got Love Gun versus Creatures of the Night i don't know how love gun beat alive Two. now anybody who listens to the show knows how much i love love gun i thought alive Two was going to cruise to the championship and maybe even compete for the championship simply because it's the best of destroyer rock and roll over and love gun and those original tracks that people love i i don't know how it lost to love gun again i love love gun that was shocking to me and finally fucking creatures knocked off ace but I'll tell you right now, that was the battle for me personally. This is me speaking. That was the battle of the overrated albums, Ace versus Creatures of the Night. Um, and at the, as of this time right now, Destroyer is trying to, trying to put up a fight against Alive. Um, again, by the time you hear this episode, the Final Four is going to be over. It looks like it's going to be Alive versus Love Gun. And that could end up being a curb stomp by Alive. But we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's... Um it got to the point where it's a little predictable There's not too many yeah. surprises on this one uh, You know, sometimes they're lucky w- placement If Rock and Roll Over was on the other side I don't know Maybe that could be going to the final You know, so we'll never know But I'm glad that we got this thing going Keep up the involvement Let's see how it goes And uh, thanks for everyone for playing along
2: yeah, if anything, I love just the, the commentary. Like, people just flipping out over how this album lost or how it's getting beat in the polls. And, and that that's what's... It's just the, the passion. It's about passion. It's about love. Not what about little you know, pleasures. <laughs> no, it's not about that. It's about creatures of the night. It's about yes. love gun. It's not about shit-stained balls. It's not about shit-stained balls. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, so- Sanchez. It's not about the Cincinnati bow tie.
0: <laughs> How does this make its way into every episode? Oh my God. Somehow it's <laughs> somehow it's not about. Yeah. It, something gets said. and All right. And, and then the other, the other,
2: and then we're getting into kiss world. So the other major news that affects people like me and Zeus, because thankfully we're booked onto the kiss cruise with some of our friends. And we know some of you guys are too, and we're not going to really get into the politics or the, uh, you know, the, the, the opinions, or I'm not at least about, what this means, but they made the announcement that Norwegian cruise lines are going to sail, uh, but they were going to require that every passenger on the kiss cruise must be vaccinated. So, you know, we're part of the kiss cruise Facebook group. It has been on fire since that announcement came. Um, You know, people just, do what you want to do. Don't start trying to pass judgment and on social media, and these forums, and just, just do, do whatever you want to do. If you want to go on the cruise, go on the cruise. If you don't want to go on the cruise, don't. Me and Zeus are going to be there. And that, 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 that's our, that's our personal private business, even though it's not personal and private anymore, because we're talking about it. But anyway, so the good news is for us, looks like the cruise is going to happen. That's the main goal.
0: Yeah. And Kevin Jepson, don't worry about the men in black that are going to be Put in the vial that's going to go inside you And it's going to have the secret code To Russian satellites and all that other Crap that you believe in Put this shit away, get fucking Vaccinated and get on the cruise And quit your crying about that crazy shit Would you people, snap out of it Get on the fucking cruise and let's have some fun Oh boy, I'm going to stay Out of that one there, yikes Fucking Kevin, come on oh Boy oh boy did, uh, you say, did you just go Oh, Le Choy. oh boy oh boy Boy, oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) Remember that commercial? I I do. (laughs) Uh,
2: All right. So other KISS news we got. Let's see. uh, So on Sirius XM, there's a music talk channel called Sirius XM Volume. Um, And the great Scott Ian from Anthrax has a show on there called Never Meet Your Heroes. Um, And Scott talked with Paul Stanley. And I did a little interview about that, talked about KISS, mostly talked about Soul Station, et cetera. Um, if you have the app, the SiriusXM app, and if you pay for streaming, you can go back and listen to that on demand. Um, if if you don't have the app, I believe that that is the only way to listen to it on demand if you missed it live on your actual satellite radio. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then we briefly talked about this last week about the Carmine Peace and Vinny Apice new podcast that's on Pantheon. Yeah, the the brothers that pronounce their names differently. Yeah, exactly. Hanging and banging with uh, Vinny and Carmen. So we talked about last time that they had uh, Tommy Thayer on. Well, they had Bruce Kulik on. So needless to say, we have to maybe do an episode with those guys and just talk rock, talk kiss, whatever, because everybody knows they have amazing history amongst the two of them. And how cool is it that they're also part of the the Pantheon podcast group like
0: we are. And then. Uh, we want to wish happy birthday to Paul's dad, who's 101 years young, as they say. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's awesome. Wow. Good for him. Good We've for him. we talked about this in the past couple of years when it's been his birthday. Yep. It's great that Paul was able to patch up his relationship with him because he didn't sound like they were very close at all in his book. No. And it sounds like they've made some amends, and uh, that's good. I'm happy for them. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Good for Paul. Very nice. Very proud of him. It's very nice.
2: Very nice. Um, o- other than that, nope, nothing really going on. People holding their breath for the cruise. And again, that news about the vaccination stuff, maybe that means a, a bright light for the cruise to take off in
0: uh, the fall. So, Oh, you forgot that our good friend and album review crew brother, Sonny Pooney, ran into Space Ace while he was in Vegas.
2: Yes, he did.
0: And what he claimed. To us was that Ace could barely walk straight, and he was bumping into about five or six people as he saw him walk. Where the fuck am I going? But he was with that
2: smoke show of a girlfriend.
0: Oh my god! She's my new bride. She's
2: my new bride, and she loves me for my looks, not for I, my money.
0: Hey, honey, where are we gonna get those new Kiss sneakers that are out? Oh God Almighty! Can we talk about that? Because in the middle of the, just as
2: we do every Wednesday, when we're recording the text chat blows up. Now, I've seen these people have shared pictures. These are fucking horrific. I'm sorry. The, these look like if if Marty McFly was in Back to the Future pot four and wanted to dress up as fucking kiss members. These things are embarrassingly horrific. Come and they on, are like sneakers. <laughs> And they're like 175 bucks
0: or something. I like I like the jean sneakers. <laughs> what about Ace? Ace is the best. I want to know how come no Vinny sneakers. I want Vinny sneakers. I like Kiss. <laughs> Do you like Kiss? What's your <laughs> favorite song? <sighs> oh um, yeah, I mean I'm, I'm I'm ho- I'm holding out for uh, some uh, Mark St. John Pumas. Dude,
2: they're uh, fucking brutal. Stop, people.
0: Don't buy those goddamn things. Just terrible. Would you fucking put on a new box set? Put the fucking sneakers and stupid shit away. Oh,
2: anyway. They fucking terrible. But, anyway, that was kind of topical. So, uh, what else we got in Kiss World going on here? We talked about Ace. What else?
0: That's about it. Um, they're not doing much other than the usual gene fighting with people online. Paul going around promoting his uh, Soul Station You know, I couldn't do that music In the 70s, although I could I just wasn't really into it Whatever the fuck he was talking about And uh, Ace is stumbling around At uh, the Orange Julius in the mall in Vegas.
2: (laughs) And Gene's doing interviews with that fucking old man baseball cap with his hair. It looks like he's got fucking earmuffs on because that fucking plastic hairdo that he's got sticking out of his hat. Gene, come on. Take that off. God.
0: You can tell by looking in the eyes of their soul. Let me take these rock star glasses off.
2: Dude. (laughs) Dude. That is the hat. That's a hat. That you buy at like mm-hmm. the checkout aisle at the dollar store, like that—that that is not
0: a hat. The that brim is all fucked up. Right. It's like I an mean, old guy, it's like your uncle or your your grandfather has, and it's right. all fucking banged out. It's like he picked it up at the hardware store, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I want to go fishing. I let me like, like, grab my cap. Gene, you come on, dude. Oh, oh. It goes well with this orthopedic <laughs> white sneakers. It's got those velcro New Balance. <laughs> She's got his Christ. alley gear sneakers on. Yes. We talk about least
2: metal moments. Gene Simmons off stage is a least metal moment. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Zeus, when I'm on the cruise, these have non slip soles.
0: They're good for slippery surfaces. Especially when I play shuffleboard. <laughs> I'm gonna be all over that shuffleboard court! Oh. <laughs> Before we go on to our episode Let's uh, give a quick shout out to our Patreon fans um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N uh, Dot com You can go to Patreon or you can find the app And um, learn all about how to support the, uh, the show And uh, what it means to be a uh, tier member And a subscriber to our Patreon account you can also find the info in our episode notes, wherever you listen to the podcast. And we always love to give a shout out to them for supporting us. And we really thank them.
2: Absolutely guys. Thank you so, so much for your support to the show. Um, and if that's something that you're interested in, you check us out. Patreon.com. Thank
0: you. Did you just say, yo, check us out. Yo, check us out. And then somebody pulled your shorts down. <laughs> <laughs> He kicked them in the nuts and then called them the F-word in front of everyone. She did what? You didn't hang up on her, the girl with the big, big, big titties? Explain it to him. What's that boy talking about the telephone? Every damn night. Insane? Crazy? Crazy? Insane? (laughs) Oh, man. This little big-titty 13-year-old girl (laughs) telling the people at a bar about it. Oh, great fucking movie Oh god, the best But we're on to box set disc 3 This is our third episode about the box set The previous two years we did 1 and 2 We're up to number 3 And this disc incorporates 1976-1982 it's got 19 tracks on it, Tom. Do you have the track list there you want to read? I do, yes. Let's go. And uh, I'll start off with, uh, well, I'll run through the track listing, and then I'll,
2: and then I'll air my grievances after that. Uh, so we got Detroit Rock City, King of the Nighttime World Live, Larger Than Life, Rocket Ride, Tonight You Belong to Me, New York Groove, Radioactive Demo Version, Don't You Let Me Down, I Was Made for Loving You, Show sure No Something, Shandy, you're All That I Want, You're All That I Need, Demo, Talk To Me Live, A World Without Heroes, The Oath, Know Where To Run, Creatures of the Night, War Machine, I Love It Loud.
0: Woo! Yeah. Now, that's 19 tracks. It's got the, the difficult task because this is also, you know, this time frame incorporates the, the uh, solo albums. So you know it's kind of tight there. You can't do all of them. Yep. So what we've done in the past with these box sets, we discussed the track selection, and then uh, what was on it, what should have been on it, and what 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 shouldn't be on it. And then in addition to that, we actually go and break down and rank the unique tracks that are on this specific unit, and that is three. We're not counting the Detroit Rock City because it's the edited version, but it's still the same version from the album. It just doesn't have the whole car accident scenario story slash uh, stuff in the beginning and the end. So, but Detroit Rock City is straight from Destroyer. So that's there. King of the Nighttime World is right from Alive 2. So the only thing that is different is the radioactive demo the you're all that i want and they actually now call it you're all that i need as well that's yep. the, the demo and then the talk to me live which was new for us mm-hmm. when we got the box set yep. for us the fans so so we usually talk about the artwork and that is every disc on this has artwork from that era what do you think of the artwork on this one
2: the greatest This is my favorite era of KISS. This is my favorite photo shoot. It's the stage of Alive 2, and it's a photo shoot. Oh, my God, this fucking picture. Gene with one arm up in the air so the bat wing is fully exposed. Paul with the lips pursed and a little shuffle going. Ace with one foot up on the stage on the drum riser. Peter behind the drums. Everything all lit up. Absolutely fucking awesome. Perfection right here for me One of the greats
0: Yeah it's It's Love Gun uh, Costumes I believe correct Oh yeah this is the live two Love Gun stuff. So but I look at that and I see The stage and the stairs on the cover Yep and my mind goes to The Love Them Leave Them video Oh okay yep But this is a great Photo kissing Big letters the band is going out Gene is like yeah rock and roll with his hand yep. up and then in addition to that if you pull out the disc you've got the version and it looks like i don't know what paul's got that star guitar if you notice that yep yep um i gene looks like this is from the dynasty era now but i can't yes. really tell the picture's a little dark if that's paul in the in the purple suit that he had on the costume that he had for dynasty yeah. But it looks like the Dynasty era. Yep. Uh in the middle is a photo of the band from obviously the Love Gun era and it's a nice clean photo, nice good photo shoot. Yep. And then inside is like they they've been doing in the past four shots of each individual band member, action shots. They look fucking super cool. Yep. I think what? that lot I th- Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what sticks
2: out are those four pictures of everybody. Okay. So the first thing is, so when you bef- when you, when you flip over, so when you slide the, the booklet out, before you open it up, you get that, that iconic group photo of them in their love gun suits that, yeah, kind of like from the cube session. I think that's probably what that's from. It's like just that amazing, my favorite era. They just look spectacular. Uh, and then like Zeus said, you open up the booklet. And I was looking at this closer. That is unmasked era because Eric Carr is behind the drum kit. So that's the it's the oh, same I can't guy. tell
0: that's great yep. tom.
2: Yep, I just looked at that very closely. So it is the every it's the Dynasty costumes uh just with the addition of Eric Carr so it's unmasked. And that guitar, that's a good thing you I've never fucking seen that guitar that Paul has. That is weird, very weird.
0: Yeah. Paul doesn't look like he has the Dynasty costume on though. No, it looks like he's, yeah. I mean, Gene and Ace, that's definitely the dynasty.
2: Paul has something different going on, or it looks like he has like that a, a different top. Um, but then you open it up and those individual photos, just iconic Gene right in front of Sam the Serpent, blood all over him. Just awesome. Peter singing, probably singing hooligan. Yeah. Uh, and just just great pictures, great pictures. My favorite era. So very, very cool.
0: And then in addition to that, the back of this box set, Yep. Disc 3 has Peter as yep. the kind of background photo of a band member mm-hmm. where it lists all the tracks on the back of the CD slash album. Yep. Yep. yep.
2: All right, so we'll start talking about some of the tracks. And I just want to air out my grievances here with my big problem here. So yeah. Disc 2 was 1975 to 1977, and it ends with um love gun songs 1977 it ends with uh an unreleased demo and then another demo of love gun and then you get this disc three somebody really needs to explain this to me this disc says 1976 to 1982 so it goes back a year and it does that for one reason only and that is so it can put the studio version of destroyer on when Enjoy in Detroit disc- rock city uh, i'm yeah. And it does that so we can put the studio version of Detroit Rock City as the opening track when on box set disc two, it had studio tracks in Destroyer. It had Great Expectations, Beth, and Do You Love Me. I don't understand why they didn't just start off this disc with 1977 and have it be Detroit Rock City going into King of the Nighttime World from Alive 2. Why would you not do that? Why would you include the studio version of Detroit Rock City And edit out the car crash stuff. Why not just have started off with a live two? You know, you wanted the best. You got the best. Go into Detroit, Roxy, then go right into King of the Nighttime World. That, I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, maybe there was a a radio edit version of this going around back then. And although the song came out in 76, this is out in 77. But again, they they label the album 76. Right. Yeah, you're right. They should have just done Detroit Rock City right from Alive 2. Right. Or better yet, they should have just done Shock Me from Alive 2.
2: Yeah, something. I, but but I but I think there's the track- only
0: one song from Alive 2.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's King of the Nighttime World, which is I, that's just weird like cuz I if I recall correctly, I'm going to pull it up right now as we speak. Disc uh 1 had uh a, 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 i'm sorry disc two had four songs from kiss alive mm-hmm. and disc three has um one technically te- it, it refers to them as three because that's larger than life and rocket ride because those are on live too so that's how they cover that piece mm-hmm. yeah I but, guess so. but but they're not live which which like you said Detroit Rock City that's a great version of that cuz it starts off you wanted the best you got the best the hottest band in the land you know Detroit Rock City and then those those sister songs go right into king of the nighttime world it's just
0: kind of a weird setup for me but you know that's just a nitpick for me now as far as the selection so yep. i would have i would have said that if you're going to go this way and you're going to live too if you're doing that then i believe well, they had the the studio version of "Shock Me." Yeah, everybody the, knows in quotes the "Shock Me" because the Paul introduction. Exactly. So I would have made that one of the live songs on a, on this box set disc three. Yep. But they chose not to. But what else would you put live? Um, what I mean, I love "Ladies Room" live on me live too. Show.
2: I I love that version. <laughs> Me too. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe the version of God of Thunder. I mean, that's that's live. Yep. You know, Alive Two is famous. But yeah. All right. So they if they're gonna pick studio tracks and they only took two, I they may have picked the
2: right two. Oh, yeah. If you're talking about larger than life and rocket ride. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally love all American Man. Rocket Ride's definitely going to be in there, and maybe the, maybe the inclusion of Rocket Ride is why they didn't include Shock Me Live. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not giving fucking Ace two songs back to back here because he already has a, a couple other songs on this, and we'll talk about that later. So yeah, I could I could see that you know, the push push the the original tracks off of Alive Two. They can kind of check off that box. I, I get that.
0: Yeah, and then you're going to get into after the Alive Two songs. Then we get into the bo- the solo albums. Yes. Paul, they take one song from each. But, Paul, they took Tonight You Belong to Me. All right. I can see it. That's their opening track. People know that song. Um, it's not my favorite. I think it's your favorite. But it's a lot of people's favorite. So I can see that being the pick.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. It's probably my favorite. I mean, there's a bunch of these that are my favorite. So I'm just glad that they picked a, a rocker and not you know friggin hold me touch me like they did on the when they released that your Euro- that European best of the solo albums, and that was on there, yeah, so so I won't argue with tonight you belong to
0: me, I love ace that. New York groove, that's the hit, yeah, so i I get it, yeah, um, but see, that's the problem with box sets is that
2: I know that they have to walk that fine line between giving you the hits and giving you. Unreleased things or you know, demos or un- live th- I get that, but New York Groove it, it at least give me the live version of it because there's
0: a live version that exists. I don't know. then we get to radioactive the demo.
1: You're my food.
0: Without the spooky intro, it's not the same. And this version is just, it's just like a watered down, like poppyish kind of song. And he got Peg Bundy in the background singing on this. Ah. Usually something in a demo like piques my interest on these demos from Kiss, like the God of Thunder demo, one that we'll be talking about. And then the one previous to the episode box set disc two, Mister Speed. Like I love those, you know, bad bad love. It's different. Th- something, give me something. But ooh, I didn't like this version. Dude, this is
2: so bad. I'm sorry. I, I remember how disappointed I was when I got this box set, and this came out in 2001. And I was just like, oh, this is gonna be great. And I'm like, first of all, my favorite song off the Gene solo album, every pretty much everybody's favorite song off the Gene solo album. And it's the mm-hmm. one that you fuck up and give us a demo version that, like you said, it excludes that great demonic intro mm-hmm. and it strips away the balls of the song. It's very weak. It's very, yeah. it's, 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 it's very lame and, and, and wimpy. It, it's, it's not the radioactive. And I understand, yeah. here's a demo. I
0: don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it at all, <laughs> at all. And then with Peter, they went to Don't You Let Me Down. All of a sudden now, if you notice, because this one on the box set, people go to this song. It's funny, you know, because when they do like greatest hits or something like that, they'll throw this in there for Peter or whatever. But I don't know. I think they usually either put in a like tossing and turning or uh, you matter to me. If you really want to do something different, you got to put in, that's the kind of sugar Papa likes hooked on rock and roll or I'm going to love you because those songs, I think, would track somebody and be like, oh, well, maybe this isn't as bad. This is pretty good. But when you put in Don't You Let Me Down, you it it says I like the song, but it's a stereotype of what everyone's opinion is of the Peter Criss solo album. Yeah, but it's not changing anybody's mind that
2: that's a good way to put it I, I like the song too i mean it's no secret you and i both like peter's solo album but this is the this is the am gold cliche shit that peter takes for his solo album and if you you, you could have put on so you know you matter to me is kind of disco-ish uh his version of toss it and turn i actually really like or like hooked on rock and roll those are all songs i have a little something to 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 little something extra to give don't you let me down is exactly like, oh god, no one of this album takes a beating. That being said, I like it. I know you do too,
0: but kind of an interesting it's, selection. It's a stereotype of yeah. what everyone believes that's on that album. It is, it is. And then we're uh going into dynasty. So with dynasty, you take the two biggest songs. I Was Made for Loving You, Sure No Something. So kind of they're not doing any greatest hits without putting I I Was Made for Loving You. No, no dis kind of uh compilations not gonna have that i like that they put sure know something in there i don't know only two songs from there what do you think
2: that was i was just gonna say how the fuck you give this album two songs you you got three songs we'll get to it but you got three songs from unmasked you got three songs from creatures of the night you got representation from the four songs and then you just throw in the two songs. i mean if you want to throw the big songs i was made for loving you and show no something throw a deep cut in there Give us hard times, or charisma, or, or or another Peter song, "Dirty Living," something that people don't know, and that's the thing that I like about box sets is you 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 mix and match the popular with the unknown, and I think they did a disservice by not including a, a deep a third song there, making it a deep cut.
0: A lot of people love Charisma. I'm just uh, not me, but I know a lot of people right. love that song. Right, and when you do that, it gives another a song like that some life. Yep. All of a sudden, yep. people start recognizing, picking up on that. Like, oh, are they going to play Charisma this year's concert? Right. You know, when they, w- when they used to throw out a random song here and there, Charisma could be one of those that they could throw out. But yep. no, that's agreed. neither here nor there. Yep. Um, then they go to Shandy, which you knew they were going to do from Unmask. Yep. So it fucking kills this CD. <laughs> and then they go to You're All That I Want, You're All That I Need. This is the demo and this is another unique Thing so the fact Is that this is what the full Title is for the demo Obviously on the album it's Just called you're all that I want Right so This I I again this is Mr. Speed to me this is A different version But I like Uh, It works for me it's like acoustic it's it's like a like you know this is Gene with this beatlesque it just reminds me of the late 70s and early 80s It reminds me of my youth and, and this is why that song always works for me and this is a more mellow version and if you notice on this specific song okay on the lyrics on this both time on the ver- on the verses Gene only sings the first two lines of each verse. Yep. And he doesn't finish the other parts to it. It just goes into. You're all that I want. Yep. Um, he adds more to it. And I think even says so in the box set. That when Vinny Poncia came in. That's why he gets a writing credit on it. But on this. I believe Gene did everything. And he even says. Uh, about Paul. I believe Paul came in. And played for him on this. And let me quote what he says about Paul coming in here. He says Paul graciously offered to come down and help me do the demo. Wow, that's pretty cool. I know, but like, I, you never hear Paul talk about that. Oh, never. Gene did it, yeah, but Gene did everything else on this yep. album. On this yep. and if you see a lot of the demos, Gene does a lot of the demos. He'll do the fucking drums if he has to. Yeah. And uh, I think the song works. I, I love the, it. Just, I feel like this is something you could just sit by the ocean and have this play and the waves crashing and listen to this and just some, you know, just listen to the QC music and sitting there with your girl and listen to this. It just takes me away to a place. And it's not common I could ever say that about a Gene song. What does Gene write love songs? And what is Gene writing a love song in makeup? Uh, no right. you're right now sh- like yeah shandy that's going to be there
2: now as far as you're all that i want or as they call it you're and you're all that i need i i like the original i mean i love unmasked i know that you hate unmasked you, you know that- and that's fine this version's okay i think this version would have made a better place on his solo album because it fits that beatlesque acoustic yeah. style i i miss the i miss the that gloss the glossy Pop production of the unmasked version, which I like better. This is not bad, but it really transforms the song into something into like a new song. It's a different song.
0: Yeah, I just find this to be a lot more raw and like yeah, simple and things like little Rod Stewart, just a guy on a guitar and things like the, that. Yeah, and the guitars sound great. Yeah, yeah, and I like like they have a demo of this, and that's another track. Yep, yep. I'd rather have a, a a demo version of a song on this than. Oh, here we go. Love Gun, Detroit Rock City, Strutter, yep. you know, God of Thunder. Like, give me something like, oh, this has You're All That I Want as a, as a demo. Oh, this has Mr. Speed as a demo. Oh, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. And then for the third track off of Unmasked, they give us a live version of Talk to Me. It's what's called Talk
1: to Me.
2: which I think is awesome because I'm a fan of that song. And when I hear this, I'm like, okay, so you could have maybe thrown in, maybe there's other live stuff there that you could have thrown in there. I mean, obviously you're not going to have a live three. I mean, you just had a live two in 77, so you're not going to have another live album. But I, th- th- this is the kind of stuff I like, a song that I like with a live version that we had never heard before. So this, I was excited to hear this and I, I like it. And I like, I like how it has an intro from Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. Uh, and i think that makes it kind of more fun to listen to
0: i like this version too i love it live yep. and I'm, you know i'm curious because you're like oh is he going to butcher this is he going to butcher it you know and he pulls he's it okay. off yeah he's yeah, like, he he's pretty good off. yep yep so now we're off to the elder <sighs> somebody told somebody that a world without heroes should be fucking promoted i don't know who told them that i don't know who told them to put it on the box set i don't know who told them to put it in the unplugged set I don't know who's telling people to do a video for this, but they're fucking insane.
2: Yeah, they select. I mean, it was the it was the single for the or it was a single or whatever it was released when the song yeah. when the album dropped. I mean, I love that they. I mean, I I don't hate the song as much as you do. It, it's like we've said many times before. It's
0: not a very kiss song, but they're gonna throw it in here. What well, I should have been there. If they're gonna do two songs, to them it's the oath and I. That's how I look at it but you're right. It's the single. So they gave it to him. Yeah. pumped that they have the oath song kicks ass. I'm pumped that they have the oath too. I just wish that they threw another song from
2: the elder on here again. Breathe new life into the album. Throw eye on there or throw dark light or Mr. Blackwell or somebody throw- that
0: has the box set's "Be like, wait a minute. What the hell is this song? This song's pretty good. Yeah. I thought, I thought the a chance.
2: Yeah. I thought know. the elder was all just a boy in Odyssey. I didn't realize there was a song on here with like a ace solo or something like that, or, you know, throw no. one of those on there, but they did. They chose not to, but at least the oath is on there.
0: Yeah. Um, then they put one song of the original four tracks from killers on nowhere to run. You're going to put one song. You put that on. Absolutely. They hit that one out of the park. That's the one song you put on Killers. That's a no-brainer. And and I think that works. One song from Killers on here is perfect. Nowhere to run. Great selection. Great way to go.
2: Yeah, I love that they acknowledged Killers and and put something on there and picked the right one and didn't try to force feed us partners in crime or down on your knees or something.
0: Be honest, though. Isn't that something that you would fucking picture them doing? Yeah. Oh, here's partners in crime. Yep, you'd be like, "What? What the fuck is that? Song? Who picked this song of all the four? <laughs> exactly. It, it, they didn't do it. So. No, nope. they put the they put the they put the best one on there. All right. Now we get to the three songs from Creatures of the Night. Yep they have the in, they have the title track, War Machine. I love it loud. The last two definitely should be there. Creatures of the Night. Yeah, I can see that.
2: Look, I'm not gonna. I don't have a problem with this, but again, we've said it. We've said it throughout the CD. Throw something else in there, throw it because th- Creatures of the Night, you know, it opened up a live. Three people know it. War Machine and I love it. Loud with the big ones from it. Th- throw, throw. I, look, I like Creatures of the Night. I'm not saying it shouldn't be there, but throw something else in there. Throw maybe throw I Still Love You in there. Give that song some life that it never had before. You know, throw in Killer or Satan and Sinner or, or or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm if not you, arguing. I I'm not, Still I'm, Love
0: I'm, You Unplugged is on. I'm sorry, you're right. Okay, so, that's right. It makes okay. sense, and I, that's a great version of yeah. Unplug. If you want to promote Unplug, that's true. That's true. But the way I see it, Creatures of the Night opened their tour for a couple years. Yeah, and it also was the opening for a Live Three. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the problem, Jerky. <laughs> if we talked about oh, throw Iron for Music from the Elder, you imagine the fucking people that are like, dude, you put two songs from Creatures and three from the Elder. That's what you'd
2: be like. People are like, what? Are you
0: fucking yeah, out mean,
2: of your mind. I mean, I wasn't necessarily. I know what you're saying. I mean, I, I wouldn't that's take what you're, so-
0: you're doing. When you I do wouldn't take
2: show. a song away from Creatures. I might just maybe put some. But you're right. And we, we, we said this, that Creatures Night did open up a live three. And that was a big song for them. So
0: yeah, the only thing I would think about, and I don't think the album works with King of the Nighttime World opening up live. No. Take out Detroit Rock City. No need to, for it to be there. Put it on the previous album. Either that or make it the live version. Put it on the previous album and put shock me as a live version on this.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I did. I don't understand. And, and I'm sorry. I don't mean to obsess over this again. It's, it's my OCD kicking into gear. Why did you put original Destroyer tracks on disc two, but you're putting the edited version of this? Is is it is it so they could have it be track one? Is it because they wanted it to be the first song on the
0: CD, maybe? I don't know. King of the Nighttime World can never be played without Detroit Rock City preceding it.
2: Right. But instead, but what you do here, you put one studio, one live instead of both studio, both live. I don't know. Yeah, that, it, that that just bugs me.
0: <laughs> someone's like, oh, isn't that one track kind of Detroit Rock City, King of the Nighttime World? They always play right after each other. Yeah.
2: Right. I don't yeah. know.
0: No, I know. I know. Well, that's the album selection. Yep, We talked about what tracks could have, should have, didn't whatever go in and then we talked about the three original tracks now how would you rank them tom radioactive you're all that i want you're all that i need and talk to me live
2: okay radioactive definitely last it's so bad it's just so bad it's it's so different from the awesome the awesome classic studio version so that's terrible uh i'm gonna put you're all that i want you're all that i need second i'm not crazy about it but i like it because it's 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 different but, it, it, but it's listenable, unlike the Radioactive demo, which is terrible. And I'm putting Talk To Me Live first. A, I like that song, and I like hearing new live stuff that I've never heard before, especially when it's Ace singing. So de- definitely Talk To Me, number one for me,
0: on the, on the, the rank in the three. Well, for me, I would I agree with you. Radioactive is definitely number three. Yep. I, I would switch the other ones. Uh, okay. I like Talk To Me Live, and You're All That I Want. It's actually something I go to. I like putting that on. Okay, the demo version, and that's my number one for this. Nice. Lastly, we ranked these box sets. The last time we ranked box set disc two, both of us put that as our top, and box set disc one as number two. Yep. So where are we ranking disc three, Tom? This
2: this is not easy for me because this encompasses a lot. Of- this encompasses an era I love. Man, I love a live two solo album, Dynasty Unmasked. I I like Elder. I love this era. But it's really tough to knock off Disc 2 because Disc 2 has Come On and Love Me, the live version. It's got the Mr. Speed demo version. It's got Don't You Hesitate. And then it's got Shock Me and I Stole Your Love. And it that that disc is just. It's just top shelf for me. So I, I got to put this one right behind disc two, right behind it. It's very, very close. This is going to be di- disc three will be number two. Very close though. What
0: about, what about you Booker? Okay. So you're going disc two, number one. Yep. Disc three, number two. Yep. Disc one, number three. Correct. Yes. Okay. This is really tough. It is. See, Cause this is a great disc. I there's I love the demos because they're just, you know, kiss fatigue. You listen to something that is new from kiss. You love it. Yep. Um. So I love all the demos, but some of them are like I yeah. can't like Lita. Come on. Oh, and, no. I, and I don't need a, anything for my baby and going blind on disc one. But then you get into disc two. And I'm like you. Don't you hesitate? And mad dog. I go to those. Yep. Ah. Uh, there's no reason for me to listen to fucking great expectations and beth all over again. Um and love is blind is just oh oh yeah. Oh, not good. However, this 3 has shandy on it. <laughs> <laughs> and although I love you're all that I want, you're all that I need, this has shandy on it. Oh, come on, it's one song out of 19. <sighs> It's a big song. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah, what is that? It's going to make some big decisions. Oh, no, no. That's uh,
0: Meet the Parents. Yeah. It was just one shot. It's a big shot. Well, Florence Nightingale here can. <laughs> it's a big shot. It was one shot. a big <laughs> shot. I don't know. I'm looking at this, Tom, and I- I'm kind of contemplating here. I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to do the same thing you are. Okay. I'm going two is number one. Uh, and I, you know, don't you hesitate, Mad Dog and Mr. Speed. I love those. Bob Kulik's fucking yep little guitar things that he does to the song. His guitar fills on every other verse. Oh, killer! Yep. Then I will go disc three, only because Shandy's on it. It wasn't number one, as yep. my number two is disc three, and then disc one, not far behind as number three and that's because it's got I like some of the demos but Lita and ladies in waiting anything for my baby going blind like
2: it's got oh. some rough it's got some rough selections on there yeah yeah
0: <laughs> oh looking
2: yeah. rough yeah, exactly it was looking good yeah yeah
0: yeah so that's our discussion of the box set disc three hell
2: yeah and I brought this up early I would th- th- before we even kind of we're, were kind of really getting into this um, I threw up on our, on our shout out loudcasters you Facebook. Page. Yeah, I threw up. Um, I threw it up on our loudcasters page just as like a conversation piece. I'm like, shit, it's 20 years this fall that the box set came out. I wonder if they're going to do anything. re release it like on vinyl, re release a mastered new set. Like, are they going to acknowledge it 20 years? Or are they just going to post something on their Twitter page 20 years ago? The box set came out. You yeah. know what I mean? So I
0: don't know. It'd be this- cool. You don't have this on vinyl, huh? And uh, it was never released on vinyl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, oh, you yeah. Know, you, people must be losing their mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd love it. Yep. Yeah. So so we always go into questions next. What do we got?
2: Yes. Questions. Always a good time from our fantastic
0: listeners here. Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of Shop.com. And for all your shouted Out Loudcast gear and merchandise please visit clicktshop.com At clicktshop you can find lots of KISS-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. Okay, let's go
2: to... We kind of talked about this before, but I want to bring it up again because it's been a while, and this is a topic that I don't get tired of. We're not gonna, we're probably never gonna do an episode on it, but every once in a while, I like, I kind of like checking in and see where we're we're taking our temperature of the Kiss world here. This is from our good friend Zandon Black. Would you be interested in hearing Kiss without Paul and or Gene in the future? Would you expect new material from this version? And would you see them live? I don't want new material. I would see them live. You would. Mm -hmm. What if it was both Paul and
0: Gene gone? I I wouldn't want new material. I'd see them live. That's it. Same thing. So if it was like two other guys replacing Paul and Gene, you'd see them live? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. If Tommy's in there and Eric is in there. And like we talked about in the past, and you got fucking I don't know, Phil Shouse and Todd Kearns doing the, the vocals. Okay. If you're gonna if you're gonna
2: give me that caveat that it's gonna be guys like that or like well, maybe that's what, what I would expect. Maybe like, I would, yeah, but it, it would be so hard for me to kind of reconcile that just because they bring so much to the stage, their their, their persona, their stage presence, their vocal ability the little nuances that they add when they're not singing the movements, how they play. Like that would be tough. That would be tough for me to acknowledge that I'm not seeing that. It would be tough. I, I wouldn't rule out that. I wouldn't, that I wouldn't see it. I, w- w- but yeah, I'm, I'm like you, I don't want new material from them. No way. I don't want, I don't want that. Yeah. It's not kiss. No, it's not, but I would see it live. I would probably see it live just out of curiosity. Be like, all right, I got to go see this. I got to see what I think of this. Um,
0: Shit. I'd see the talisman now. So why wouldn't I see them? Oh, with yeah, Eric, no, I, with Eric and Tommy,
2: yeah, but the talisman aren't touring as kiss. they're touring
0: as the talisman, yeah, but I want to see them, what's the difference?
2: no, I you know, you know no, it's a good point, point. and that's a great question, Zandon. you know be you we know you're you're a big fan of the show, you're part of the shut out Loudcast family, so thank you for that question uh i am sure a lot of people have different opinions on on that, and of course, you'll get people with the cover band comments, et cetera, et cetera. but uh it's a good question though, definitely absolutely uh tom where can people find us all right so best place we always talk about our email address shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout it out loudcast at gmail.com please send us your questions comments feedback show ideas like we got today all that kind of stuff please most of them we'll read on the air some of them we'll keep to ourselves and we'll discuss off the air and, but we do read everything you guys send every email that you send we read uh so please continue to do that and then Of course, we're active on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, on Facebook, we have the great Shout It Out Loudcasters Facebook group. We're approaching 2,000 members on that group. So jump on in. It's growing by the day, and it's awesome. People sharing pictures and stories and polls and opinions and just good stuff. No toxicity there. And um, we mentioned earlier we're on part of the Great Pantheon Podcast Network of shows. Tons of great shows on there. And our show can be heard on all the big platforms. Wherever you're listening to us now, there's other places too. But if your if you're, you know, favorite particular platform might not be there and you're listening on a different one, let us know. But uh, we are on uh, all those places. So you, you can find
0: us pretty much everywhere. Yes. And I always like to tell people they can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can always uh, find us on our email. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please go and give us one of those five star Star. child reviews on Apple iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you do, we're definitely going to give you a shout out. And also, if you can, our YouTube YouTube. channel is growing. And uh, if you can subscribe to us there, we greatly appreciate it. And don't forget to get any of your Shout It Out Loudcast gear from Ed at ClickTeaShop.com. Ed at ClickTeaShop.com. So you can buy any of your Shout It Out Loudcast shirts. They even have the new album review crew uh, shirt up there now, Tom. It looks pretty good. It's like retro looking. It's awesome. They did great Ed, job with that. Yeah, Ed designed that one for us as well. So any of your Shout It Out Loud cast gear is available there. You can take check him out. And then just keep the feedback coming. That's how the show grows. That's how we actually have our fun is uh, continue to interact with us, whether it be on social media or direct messages or emails, whatever works for you. Let us know. We continue to do that. And then if you want and you're interested in contributing and helping out the show, please take a look at our Patreon account. See if anything there interests you, if you like, and you can, we'd always appreciate your support. And we always tip our hat and say thank you to those that are already on Patreon for us. So thank you there. And, uh, Tom, we always end our show with famous last words. You got any, Ooh,
2: you know, I'm feeling sorry, but I know that won't do. Ooh, looks like there's no tomorrow. There's no tomorrow. Without you. Baby, that's don't really you deep. let me down.
0: Don't you let me down. Don't you leave me lonely. It's oh, a good song. You people need to grow up and give that album a chance. It sounds like you have fucking Melvin Franklin in there from the Temple. Don't you let me down. Don't you let me down. <laughs> what's, what's that one? Go to him. <laughs> Go to him, but I I don't have anything to give. Go see the Son of Christ. <laughs> oh, <What? Jesus. laughs> oh man! If anybody knows where that's from, go to him. Yeah, you'll Please get. You,
2: you might. You might get comment of the week if you can jump in on what that is.
0: Yeah, if you can tell us where we got the go to him. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man. that'll be great to see if anybody picks up on it, Tom. And if. You leave me. Don't say goodbye. Cause you're all that I need
2: to get by. Oh, nice words, Gene. Wonderful, what a wonderful sentiment. Go to him. <laughs> I'm. I. I'm. I'm. I know. I know. We won't be disappointed. Somebody is going to get
0: that. I may have to drop that in, give him a hint. Okay. All right.
1: Go to him.
0: Tom, thank you. Shout it out, Loudcast fans and listeners and Loudcasters and Kiss Army. Thank you. Guys, thank you as
2: always. Uh, we love that you're part of the family here. Keep the support, the feedback going. Uh, let's keep the Kiss Army going. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Zeus, as always.
0: Peace out, Girl Scout.